2: Wherever you listen. always follow
3: the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v All right, college football season's about to kick off, and the guide is out. We have you covered with the college football bowl guide. Picks on the spread and total of every bowl game from Brett Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has power rankings for every team. Applebaum will give you insight into bowl betting strategy, and Adam Burke will give you an advantage if you're part of the bowl confidence pools as well. Give yourself an edge. Visit Veasan.com/slash subscribe. Check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide out today. Must have Veasan.com/slash subscribe.
0: Here we go. Every Thursday at this time, Brad Powers joins the show. Uh, professional sports better college football handicapper brad thanks for the time as always let's begin with the uh two playoff games that we have coming up on new year's eve uh how have you uh bet the ohio state georgia game if you already made a bet and right now i'm looking pretty much across the board it's six and a half everywhere on Georgia's side where do you think this number eventually closes
3: First off, good morning guys. And it is Hello. the best time of season. It's bowl season. Uh, a lot of people are scared of it. I'm not. I embr- I embrace the uncertainty that that's going on in the market right now. As far as the two playoff games with the Ohio state Georgia game, obviously there were sevens available yep. uh, on that Sunday. You know what I took? I took the seven with the Buckeyes there. Now does a seven, you know, do we see it again? We might. I mean, obviously, I would say that, you know, the the public's probably going to want to be on Georgia uh, because, you know, recency bias. The last time they saw the Buckeyes, they were getting blown out in the second half against Michigan, and Georgia's been, you know, the number one team in the country, and Georgia's playing close to home. So we might still see a seven pop back up, but guys like myself will just re-bet Ohio State there. So yeah. I think we'll be sitting tight as far as that. I also lean over. I think Ohio State's passing, you know, passing attack can get after Georgia a little bit there. And then vice versa. I, I I think, you know, Georgia's offense will have success against Ohio State's defense. So lean over. The more intriguing move to me, and we kind of talked about this mm-hmm. before we came on, was the early TCU money. It was, to me, uh, a, a take 10 with TCU, a LA lay seven situation. We were right there, you know, for a day or so. Right in between, eight, eight and a half, nine. I didn't expect to see too much line movement, to be honest with you. For some reason, a group must have liked TCU. Drove that down to seven at a particular sportsbook where you guys are broadcasting from. And mm-hmm. old Brad grab powers, bet Michigan minus seven. I'm okay with laying that. I, again, it's just what we've been saying all year. I think TCU is overrated. So uh, just about almost every game that I could go through, uh, the, the scoreboard was better than the box score for, for TCU. Mm-hmm.
0: We talked about that yesterday. A little surprising to us that the num- number did not creep up closer to ten, then come down to seven, which is what it did. I was I thought it would go the other way.
3: And you thought it would uh, I, keep I, c- continuing I, to climb on I, Michigan, or yeah,
0: yeah, I thought it would before it moved closer to you know and touch seven. I thought the number would touch ten before it would hit seven.
3: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I when it was sitting kind of in that dead zone. I thought ah, it'll it'll go to ten and I'll be betting TCU plus ten. Uh, did, I'll, I'll take a flyer on that, but it didn't. It was opposite. And look, bet numbers, not teams. Uh, so mm-hmm. I I I laid seven, and it didn't last too long. It's not that I moved it. Uh, with with the high the, the super high limits at Circa, but uh, I wasn't alone. Let's just put it that way. It's not sitting at seven anymore.
0: Hey Brad, on that note of betting numbers and not teams, we say that all the time. Um, something to live by you, correct me if I'm wrong on this, you've had the gap between Georgia and Ohio State pretty much three points all year long, yeah? Yep. Okay, yep, so if the, right. if the number was never seven anywhere, do you think at this point you would have taken six and a half or just, it would have been a waiting game the whole time to see if you can get seven?
3: Yeah, a waiting game to get seven. Uh, if I had to, you know, if we got closer to game day and I just didn't think it was ever going to show, then I would still bet six and a half, six. So, I mean, if you, if you want to bet it, uh go ahead but i'm here to tell you i don't expect to see too much line movement here for the next couple weeks i I, if i i'm giving anybody advice right now hold that money there'll be those be some better bets along the way here in the next couple weeks before we even get to that game
2: i'll tell you what's nuts if it's ohio state michigan for all the marbles but several books have this up with the look ahead lines even though they just played and Michigan won on the road by three touchdowns, and I understand they would then be coming off a big win against Georgia. But Ohio State would be laying two and a half against Michigan. What would you do with that? What do you think the public would do?
3: Uh, I would bet Ohio State minus two and a half. Uh, I'll probably make that bet to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, I'm just waiting to see you know what shakes out in some of the other bowl games. Uh, but yeah, I would lay two and a half. Number one. People are going to overreact to what they just saw. I mean, yes. well, how could you lay it with the Buckeyes? Well, they were a nine-point home favorite. That means on a neutral, they would have been six points better than Michigan, and they had one bad half. You're not changing teams' power ratings that much. In addition to that, and that, this is a little bit in the weeds, well, to get to that national title game, what would have to happen? Ohio State would have to beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. You're going to be upgrading significantly, mm-hmm. probably, Ohio State's power rating. Michigan could win by three and still win the national title game, and you could be downgrading Michigan's power rating. So that's a little in the weeds there, but, yeah, two and a half, I would be laying it. Public's going to want Michigan, but I, the yeah. pros like myself would like Ohio State.
2: Yeah, great answer. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Vison, the Esports Betting Network, college football expert Brad Powers, our guest, Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, Brad You've been uh, tweeting about this all week, 16 unders in a row, Army and Navy. But as you point out at this current number of 33, 32 and a half, it'd be 9 and 7 to the over. What do you what's your opinion on the Saturday game?
3: Yeah, I, I know trends are fun to talk about. Trends, you know, if they're not if they're they're pertinent and they're not properly priced in the market, okay, the, the, then maybe they're actionable. But in this case, they're actionable in reverse. I mean, I think the trend is having too much market influence in this case and look, I mentioned it's the lowest total in this stretch by far, the 32-and-a-half, the, the uh, you could have a very low-scoring, slow-paced game, 17-16, and you're going over that 32-and-a-half total, so uh, I, I get that, but it, it, let's extrapolate it to the Service Academy games because that's another trend that's out there. Now, every Service Academy game since yep. 2005, 43-9-1, and one, uh, again, out of all that big sample size, the 53 games, this is the lowest total out of all those games, and 34 of those 53 games would have went over this total almost two-thirds of the game so again it's it's something that was fun betting into for several years when they're opening the lines in the 50s it would close in the 40s and it just got lower and lower each year now I mean look we haven't seen we've seen a little bit of under money but not too much i I just think, think you need a perfect game for it to go under I mean you can't have a couple of turnovers set up short fields uh, that lead to scores and you know mm-hmm. look i I I, I'm bugging the trend here, so I'm setting myself up for fa- you know failure if it, if it's ten to seven. But I, I just think you know if you took away the trend, this total would be sitting in the low 40s, not the low 30s. So I'm looking for discounts. I think there's a discount if you want to bet the over here. It's a great
0: answer. You know what that's like, Paul that's like the broncos in the nfl at some point if the if the total creeps down to 30 and a half let's say you you're going to have to say I, I have to bet the over i mean this is nuts for an nfl game kind of like what we have with army navy right now dipping that low
3: it, exactly so uh yeah i mean 11 and 1 for for denver and <laughs> those totals i i get it uh and people you know are going to question that well you're just you know you're going to i hope you like losing cuz i mean that's all it does is go under but again my job is to to, to find discounts, not pay premiums. And again, you're paying a premium if you want to bet under on Army, Navy.
2: Yeah, that's a good, interesting discussion. And also, I, I see your Army, Navy, and I raise you, Iowa, Kentucky. I mean, about how low can you put a total? You mentioned everything has to go right, but now it's 31 and a half. We have a third string quarterback against a backup quarterback
3: that one I'll probably end up betting over as well because you're dealing back backup quarterbacks. So what do backup quarterbacks do. Uh, sometimes they turn the football over. <laughs> uh, so I, I get it. You're going to get really bad quarterback play. So, uh, it, to me, we'll see how far that goes. I haven't bet it yet, but you want to talk about uncertainty? That uh, that th- that would be an exhibit A <laughs> as far as a, a game. Uh, w- you don't know what you're going to get. And here's the thing: I'll say on the Iowa behalf, uh-huh. how much worse can the quarterback play get? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I-, I just I know they're going to be down to a third string guy, but uh, you know, it was the quarterback play wasn't good to begin with. Might be an upgrade here. <laughs> I don't know about that, yeah. but it, uh-huh. it's it's. Uh, I don't think it's a, you know, a several point downgrade.
2: How do you handicap the Fenway Bowl with Louisville, the Wasabi Bowl at Fenway with Louisville and Cincinnati now?
3: That's a good question. That's another uncertainty game. You know, a lot of these I'm going to treat like NFL preseason. So I'm okay. going to go under. Uh, when there's a lot of uncertainty, you got players opting out, you got backups. Well, backups aren't, aren't as skilled as the starter. So I'm going under for a multitude of reasons because of what I just said. All right. And also. Fenway Bowl, last I checked, it's outside, it's Boston, Massachusetts, it's December, I don't know what the field condition is going to be like uh, for the game, you know, baseball, stadium, uh, you know, with a football field, what are the dimensions, so under for me.
2: Okay, and you had a great call too, you're on with Tim Murray and Sean King, you laid six and a half and seven with LSU, why were you so confident that Braum was going to leave?
3: Yeah, I follow recruiting, and Louisville has one of their best classes in school history. And I wondered why, because Satterfield was on the chopping block in the middle of the season. I mean, had they not you know, won a few games towards the stretch, I thought he was going to get fired. And I asked myself, well, why is this recruiting class still so good? And it wasn't necessarily Satterfield. I think there's some back channels between some boosters, Adidas, Steve Clarkson who runs a lot of passing camps, his son's going to Louisville as a quarterback. I just, you know, reading the tea leaves, I thought there was something else going on, and Jeff Brown made, it made sense. Wow,
0: and now that number's up to I 10 and a yes. half.
3: Yeah. I think it might close higher. I think it might go, go towards 13. Another thing yeah. isn't just the anti-Purdue. It's actually a pro-LSU, and I mentioned this when, when I was doing the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, Keyshawn Booty was a guy I thought would lead the LSU team in November, I thought he was, you know, definitely gone from that program. He's coming back. Yeah. So if the guy that you expect to leave is the guy coming back, that tells me the locker room is in good shape. And LSU is not going to want to close the season on three straight losses.
0: Good point. I was mm-hmm. watching the show live this week when you came on with uh, Tim and Sean, and I, I bet it, I laid eight immediately as soon as you were talking about that. Uh, we'll run, Brad's going to stick around for one more segment. We'll run all these point spread moves past Brad coming up next. He'll tell you the reason for the move. Um, And there's a lot of them, by the way. I don't know what, a dozen, 13, 14 moves? That's coming up here. And follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
2: Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10, plus get a 100% match on the first deposit up to $200, wagering on more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. First Bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website details at vesan.com horses. As always, please support the sponsors
0: and sign up now. We continue one more segment here with professional sports better college football handicapper Brad Powers on the show. Um, we'll get into line moves with the bowl games and why they moved if you bet some of them come up in a second. How, how are you looking at the Golden Nugget contest out here?
3: Yeah, I'm in third and sixth. I got two different entries. Uh, you know, people are like, "Ah, oh, you're probably just using the same picks. No, probably only like two out of the seven mm. each week. I, I use the same. So I've, I'm having a good year. I'm in good, good position. I and mean, there's still Five weeks left, believe it or not. So, wow, thirty-five picks that, that to make a move here. So, uh, it's interesting because a lot of people that just do college only they start struggling because it's more pro than college at this point. And then you're going to get a ton of stale lines with the bowl games that uh, obviously you take advantage of. Yeah.
0: So, typically going back over the years, this week, you know, mm-hmm. with only Army Navy, how have you done when you you know pivot from basically all college football or mostly college football into using nothing but NFL?
3: So, there's a big misperception about me. Uh, I am a college guy, but I'm actually historically better in the NFL. So, this is a, a moving week for me. Uh, I'm going to jinx myself and go 0 7, but specifically <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to do well this week.
0: <laughs> wow, damn. Okay. I knew that you were good on both, but uh, I didn't know that you were better on the NFL than college football. Okay, let's get uh, some of the reasons uh, for the moves here, and they're probably some are probably self-explanatory. Other those other uh, other reasons might be a little bit below the surface. But for example, o- Oregon State opened up five and a half against Florida. They're now laying ten and a half or eleven. Did you bet this game?
3: I did not. So this is one I I, I did not get to that early line move. I thought the five and a half point spread was pretty fair. I thought it was assuming that, you know, Anthony Richardson was questionable. Mm -hmm. Obviously he's out. Uh, But what I didn't realize is how many guys are out. I mean, they're expecting, you know, as many as 15 guys out for Florida. And then uh, obviously game probably means more to Oregon State and Jonathan Smith. Florida's out recruiting. Uh, It's a short uh, window (laughs) between the end of the season and this bowl game. So I have not, you know, played back any Florida. You might powering say that that's the play here. What I would bet right now at the current numbers, I would go under again. If Florida's to, you know, playing with a backup quarterback, uh, I, I just don't see a pathway to much success there. Okay,
2: Toledo open one against Liberty. They're up to five. The Hugh Freeze news and plus what? It, I mean, Liberty limped to the finish line. It was ugly. Oh.
3: It was. I, I again, my power rings are screaming Liberty here, but no, nah, I, I, I haven't bet Liberty. I, I think general rule. It used to be, well, you know, interim coaches, I mean, sometimes you want to play on, sometimes you want to play against them. Is the interim got a shot at the, you know, the full-time gig type of thing? Will the players rally around? I'm in the, you know, the thought process now. I just want to fade every interim coach because, you know, it's substitute teacher effect. Kids are going to hit the transfer portal. Uh, I I don't know how much locked in they are. Staffs are looking for different jobs. So I understand the line move. Again, it's another one that's a big move. I'm not a part of that one.
2: Okay, South Alabama opened three and a half against Western Kentucky. They had a hell of a year. Ten and two this year. Lost at UCLA last second field goal in the close loss at home to Troy. Now it's up to seven and a half.
3: Yeah, Austin Reed, the starting quarterback for Western Kentucky, is out. He's hit the transfer portal. That was a big move. I missed, I missed that. Within like ten minutes, it was gone. oh Again, this is another notion. Uh, sometimes the total doesn't move as fast. I bet under uh, with a backup quarterback, so I ended up betting under 60. That's moved five points. I, w- I would still lean under.
0: Okay. Did you do anything in the Rose Bowl? I, I and by the way, some of these openers, they may have been different at other spots, obviously. But I saw Utah and Penn State open up a pick 'em, and now the Utes are laying two and a half or three, pretty much, uh, you know, on the screen. Did you do anything here?
3: I disagree with that line move. So mm-hmm. I Penn State plus three for me I would be. I get it. Utah is going to be pumped up. It's second year in the Rose well. I think Penn State will be pretty pumped up. And I think Utah's defense is not as good as expected. Uh, especially, again, you go look through their games. You know, Florida even gashed them in the run game. I think Penn State will be able to do that. What I'm getting at is I did bet over, and I like over quite a bit in that one.
0: And that's 51.5, 52 as we speak the way it looks. Clemson opened three against Tennessee. Yeah. Tigers are now seven. Um, and obviously how they finished the, now the new quarterback here with DJ going to the transfer portal, does it make sense to you?
3: I get that. I just think it's – I mean, how much is Hendon Hooker worth? I mean, yeah. I was questioning this in the Vanderbilt game when that line was 14. I'm like, well, what's this line the, the week before? Is it 24? Is it 27? Tennessee goes out wins 56 nothing. So this is another one, right? At the current number, I would take Tennessee plus 7. I know there's a lot of excitement about Kate Klubnick. And not only is Hooker out for Tennessee, the O.C.'s out, maybe wide receivers out. So, again, I go back to it, under. I don't think the the, the total, all the, the absences for Tennessee's offense is impacted on the total. Under 64 looks good to me.
2: Okay, can you straighten me out on this with May? Wasn't he expected to be gone, but then the O.C. left? So now now he's staying with Oregon, North Carolina. Uh, it, it, with, with, with That number's sitting there at 13. What do you think of that game?
3: Yeah, so, I mean, number one, May's a legacy at North Carolina, his family. So I wasn't, you know, buying all the transfer stuff with him. I really wasn't to to begin with. And then I'm hearing whispers that him and the offensive coordinator, Phil Longo, didn't necessarily get along much. And Longo going to Wisconsin, people were reacting, well, that means May might have one foot out the door. And it was opposite. Uh, Longo leaving actually was a positive in May staying. Look, when those rumors are going out, look, I, and I see the board lighting up. What do I do? I, you know, obviously, I took Oregon some minus eleven and a half there. I missed the ten. Uh, there was even nine and a half on the opening day, uh, bowl betting. But uh, you know, keep in mind, not just May leaving. I mean, they have several transfers on defense, so I do think Oregon's the right side, even with May coming back.
0: What do you think about that total in the seventies for a bowl game?
3: <laughs> the the total. I really want to see how the totals do this year because. Obviously, I I mentioned NFL preseason. You think lower scoring? I don't know if college is the same game. Maybe you know if you're not caring as much, maybe there's more scoring. I mean, typically, guys. I mean, when you see a total in the 70s, I I want to lean under. I mean, just especially the later the bowl game. Offenses are all about rhythm in college football in today's day and age. You miss three weeks when when you're not on the practice field, you're missing that rhythm and timing with the pass game. Uh, Again, I'm going to tend towards more of the under
0: a pretty decent move here against your fighting Irish. They open up five and a half. Again, that was a number that I saw uh, against South Carolina. And is this uh, something where the Gamecocks just finished the season red hot with very impressive wins against Tennessee and Clemson. And now people were going to be betting South Carolina if they were a dog.
3: I did bet South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought, you know, people are going to overreact to what they just saw. So, I mean, I was anticipating the move on South Carolina, the two best performances of the season for them. I was also, you know, Drew Pines out. Market's going to probably overreact to that. I don't like Drew Pine as far as the starting quarterback for Notre Dame, but people are, oh, Notre Dame's starting quarterbacks so out. Got to bet South Carolina. Mm-hmm. What I do think is substantial is Notre Dame lost their offense in the in the past game, that being their tight end, Michael Mayer. Yeah. I think he's a rare tight end. It's probably worth a half point, maybe even a point. That's how important he is. We saw that tick down last, uh, yesterday when he announced. So I was anticipating the South Carolina money. So that's why I bet it. If it creeps through three and continues to go lower, I think Notre Dame is the right side when it's all said okay. and
0: done. Very good. And one more here. The Bruins, UCLA opened up four, now laying a touchdown. They're seven-point favorites against Pittsburgh. Do you agree with that move?
3: Yeah, I'm surprised DTR and everybody for UCLA is playing. Yep. Uh, so I'm not sure that that's fully uh, 100% yet. So it's very similar where, it, look, if you didn't hit it in those first five, ten minutes, you missed the news, Total didn't move like it should have. So I, I did bet under 60 and a half and under 60. And I still expect maybe some defections on the UCLA side that might bring that side down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think the under is the right play there with Pitt with a backup quarterback and D, uh, still DTR, not, not 100% sure he's playing.
0: Any other news that you're waiting on that we need to know? Uh, any other bets that you really, really like this morning?
3: One to keep an eye on. This was breaking last night. The situation in Mississippi State. Uh, It's just not one player for them as far. I don't know if you guys saw the the kid that hit the transfer portal and then took some shots at Mike Leach. Mm -hmm. There might be a locker room issue there. And Mike Leach is not good in bowl games. When you got extra time to prep for his uh, quirky offense, he's (laughs) not good. Illinois, I think, is going to be a sharp side, and Illinois is going to take some money here in about half hour or an hour. Wink, wink. There you go.
2: All right, excellent. Uh, We start next Friday with two games. You're involved in the Miami-Ohio game. And Troy uh, San Antonio is an excellent matchup. And then we have a plethora of games on Saturday. So I uh, can't wait to talk to you next week. A fantastic appearance. Thanks for getting up early.
3: Hey, thanks for having yeah. me as always, guys.
2: And go get him in the contest. There you go. And Brad I, hope, I
3: hope he wins that over in the Army-Navy game.
2: Good breakdown.
0: I, like I pointed out, I, I just want to
2: well, see. How low can it go? It's like, I mean, the, the Iowa, how well, connect go oh, under 30? They've been playing the limbo
0: for 16 years. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, like I say, I, I want right. to see Bedlam. I want to uh-huh. see people just, like, how is this happening? I want to see 38-35. Yeah. I want to see, a. Th- it'll never happen. I want to see 1,000 yards of offense. 10-7. Yeah, nah. uh, you
2: know? How would ten, you like seven. to see
0: an in-play of, like, 81-and-a-half an Army-Navy game? Yeah, right, right. Brad Power 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com. I think it's a very intriguing Thursday night football game. Again, only four yeah. of these left fast forward to uh march and april where you're like god I would do anything for football y- you would yeah even Great. if it's yeah jacksonville houston yep well you know is mayfield going to play tonight the current number with the point spread some player props to look at all coming up here and follow the money
2: this is follow the money on fsn Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at 5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em to join the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. Got to be 21.
0: Drink responsibly. DraftKings.com for details. I am uh, intrigued by this Thursday night game tonight. I think it's pretty fascinating uh, many angles to this, many layers. And uh, obviously, I thought I thought about that already. And then this week, the Rams went and picked up off the waiver wire Baker Mayfield. And, you know, right now the point yep. spread is uh, the Raiders 6.5 at most spots. There might be a 6 out there lingering somewhere if you like them. Does it touch 7? Uh, it could maybe briefly at some point today. So if you want the Rams, maybe just pay attention to that. It could move there. Um, I mean, the game doesn't kick off for another 12 hours. But I, I also, I said this earlier, I mean, if, if we would find out that just out of necessity, the Rams have to go to Baker Mayfield tonight because Wolford can't play. He's questionable. He was limited this week in practice. And if for some reason they would say, yeah, we're going to go Baker over Bryce Perkins, I, I would be inclined to lay it, actually, with the Raiders. And I, I don't like lay—and although, Paulie, Jeez. to your point, this is really going to be a home game tonight for the Raiders.
2: Yes, well, how, how, what do they think of Perkins? If Walford can't go, that they're going to start Mayfield, and it's a perfect discussion with Mike Pritchard coming up about what, how much can he know? I mean, not to mention how bad he was, as you said earlier, with Carolina. The other thing there's only three left after these, as you said. Oh, I know. Thanks yeah, you have to enjoy them. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, but certainly, yes, it's going to be a should be a Raider home game. How do you come out and show your face if you're a Rams fan with this debacle? Uh, no, Donald, and, and how bad the season's yeah. going. But right, because of the. And also, from a prop standpoint, based on who the quarterback's going to be, I I don't want anything to do with any of the – I don't know what to make of these Rams players if it's Mayfield. With Perkins, I want Akers over and the right wide receivers under. But if it's Walford I want Jefferson over and, and more of the attack and the threat with the passing game.
0: Yeah, he'd be the guy he, that I would look at.
2: Yeah, he played well against Seattle, and, and they look good on offense. Oh, did Akers, too, getting in there with, in the end zone a couple times. But remember, Seattle had to score late to win that game. So – uh, but the Adams props are the one that stick out to me. When he's sitting there at eighty-eight and a half receiving yards, it's a brand name bias, I guess, with Ramsey's. He's had a bad year, but the last five games, Adams six sixty-four and seven touchdowns. Yeah, I mean that he he should go off tonight.
0: Yeah, think about that. In recent games, he's averaging thirteen targets per game, one hundred and thirty-three yards and seven touchdowns in his last five games. Anyway. And uh, to your point of Ramsey so far this year, he's allowing highs in reception percentage at 70% and touchdowns, which he's allowed seven already this year. And so he has been a, you know, it's been a total downgrade or it's been his worst season by far as a pro. And then you don't have Aaron Donald there on the defensive line to create some havoc with the pass rush. And Adams gets open. I don't know how he does it every week. He looks like Cooper Cup last year. That's he's right. open by fifteen yards on some of these places. Like, hey, and right. I think they've actually uh sent double coverage to him in recent weeks and he's still getting by both these guys. <laughs> yeah. So did you see by the way his overall numbers, he's a couple hundred back of uh, Tyreek Tyree Kill, but he's got twelve touchdowns overall. I mean, if he finishes with Yeah, is twenty doable, ah, man, that's that's eight in what, five weeks left? That's a stretch. But he's so hot that if he were to finish with like 20 touchdowns, I mean, he's gonna as good as like Tyreek Hill and Jefferson have been. He's gonna have way better numbers in that category than both of them. Which I took a flyer on him at 50 to one to be offensive player of the year yesterday. I missed oh, out really? on. I missed out on Jacobs at 150 or whatever he was. So I took Adams at 50.
2: Okay, that's a good race between him and Kelsey,
0: uh, and that that's available too. Yeah,
2: for most but touchdowns. Pro- thanks for chiming in too, guys. Uh, guy can find Mills 14 to one. Oh, you have to bet that. Yeah. Day. He's two back. He figures to play the rest of the year. He's thrown plenty of interceptions, and you have who knows that maybe they shut Matt Ryan down. Matt Ryan at DraftKings is the favorite minus one sixty, but Mills wasn't listed. Yeah, but he's not. They're going back to Mills. Feels is a second choice, six to one.
0: I got to thank my parody account on Twitter. I saw the real person who runs it yesterday. Okay, in person, right? And they were telling me no, like, It's
2: great to meet these guys. Right? Yeah. I got it. My my guy's He's a uh, good dude. My guy met my guy from Minnesota. Funny
0: guy. Paulie thoughts? Yes. He came out. Was he at the South Point a couple of years ago? He's <laughs> a funny guy. He was very funny. Yes. Yeah, I got a kick out of him.
2: He was a good dude. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Running right the parody It counts. Right. Excellent. Yes. Uh, uh, so, Allen is the third choice. By the way, at eight to one, but that is, yeah, this changes things now with him in there, and going back to Mills, mm. and and certainly a good race. To, now the the touchdowns for rush rushing touchdowns. Jacobs is five to one. I mean, who knows? We might be seeing something. Remember that year Portis had with Denver? Oh my God! Where it yes. was just, he won. Yeah, didn't he have five touchdowns in the Super Bowl for fantasy Super yeah, Bowl? Oh yeah, so that's yeah. right. You could maybe see like a Portis or a sick type, a James Stewart type run here for Jacobs, and this is a sick fantasy run that goes on the rest of the year. James Stewart team. also had five. Yeah, did he? Was that okay, on the yeah. road against uh, the Buccaneers? Is that what it was? Sure. Yeah. So you just see. So he's. I'm looking at him at five to one to lead the league in rushing touchdowns as well. That, that, that this could happen here. Well, but these, these two guys continue to just put up ridiculous numbers for the Raiders. And again, as we said Monday, don't rule them out. It's no. 7-1, not enough. But 7-1 to make the playoffs. I, are we counting out the Chargers? Why not? Uh, they had the big win against Los Angeles. They can beat the other team in Los Angeles tonight. Doable schedule the rest of the week. Can still lose the game. I think 98 will get it done. And who knows what to make of the Jets, which yep. you're still re- hearing these awful quotes. Me, awful about it. Still, Zach Wilson has a chance here, so they're just waiting on Mike White to struggle to put him back yep. in, which would be a major mistake.
0: And I'm telling you, like I said earlier, and this is you know, with this Raiders outfit, let's say they were seven and five, which is very possible yeah. because they, they blew three games. We'll say, okay, but to hold out the Chiefs is tough. Let's say they're seven and five again, moving into the playoffs. If this team made it, and I, I understand it's Derek Carr, I don't really trust him, I'm not a fan of his. With the weapons they have and how like the recent form, would you want to see this offense in the playoffs? Probably not because now this dimension that they have with uh, Jacobs was not really there last year. I mean, he's playing and funny, huh? They didn't pick up his contract. They ran him out there the entire Hall of Fame game and now he's by far playing the best year, you know, the best ball of his entire career. And then Adams in some categories unpaced to have his best season of all time even though he was with Rodgers his entire career. Jacobs might be tough tonight. Again, his props are going to be huge because of recent form. He's averaging 161 yards on the ground on 28 carries and a touchdown his last three weeks, but the Rams allowed the eighth-fewest rushing yards and touchdowns per game to opposing running backs, and no back has gone over 100 yards on the ground this year. No Aaron Donald last week. I get it. It was the Seahawks, so it was DJ Dallas, and I think something called Tony Jones on the field. But they still really couldn't run the ball against the Rams' defense. I
3: think, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they're yeah, yeah. down so many guys. Uh-huh. Um, And I, I'll bring this up again, too. For you know, So many ways to bet these games. Yes. I think Daniel Carson, Carlson could be in play tonight. Mm-hmm. Recently. Points over, yeah. Yeah, the Rams have allowed the third most field goal attempts per game over the last three weeks. And Carlson, in that t- uh, same time frame, averaging 3.3 attempts per game. And the Raiders... Yeah, uh, they're averaging the most yards per game over the last three. In that same time frame, the Rams are allowing 399 yards per game, which is not good in the NFL. So maybe look at uh, Carlson points over tonight. What do you think of the total?
2: I mean, that that again, that comes down to me. Also important, who the quarterback's going to be for the Rams? For I would bit. say, yeah. I, now, how do I, you come out throwing the ball if it's going to be Baker Mayfield? And again, what can he know? You're not going to do that anyways with Perkins, but you're going to throw with Wolford. I,
0: let's hear, by the way, this is let's hear from Sean McVay. This is yeah. the head coach of the Rams. He told everybody why they actually picked up Baker Mayfield this week.
1: Okay. You have a player of his caliber come available, and you look at just the circumstances and the situation surrounding our quarterback room, we felt like it was the right move for us. Um, he's a guy that I've always respected his game, um, liked a lot of things that he brings to the table. I've known him a little bit, um, just going back to even when we rode out to the uh, Combine together when he was training in L.A. and we sat next to each other on the Southwest flight with it being the only direct flight from LAX to Indianapolis. So um, as far as his status for tomorrow, we're working through that kind of stuff. Um, We just finished up. I mean, he literally just got here last night. Um, Incredibly sharp guy. Um, It was good to be able to be around him, but really we felt like it, it upgraded our quarterback room gives us a chance to, uh, you know, to have him in the building, and, and we'll see how it goes, and we'll take it a day at a time.
2: Well, it's a bad room. Uh, upgrade the room, please. Uh, but again, that speaks to what they think of Perkins. But the other thing is, the latest is he's going to be active, and he has a real chance to play. Yep. from NFL Network. Yeah, I don't so. really
0: care how sharp Baker <laughs> Mayfield is. Maybe he has the entire playbook memorized. He's just not good. Now, in fairness, he's had like two good, you know, solid years in the NFL. But this year in particular, uh, it was awful in Carolina. I will say, though, uh, I think there's a good chance he's going to be the Rams' starting quarterback next year. Wow. Or at least in a, a decent yeah. chance. Yeah,
2: Wolford not happy. Yeah, uh, I don't blame I ticked him.
0: Ticked off with the news. But
2: that's also tough, too, that he's hurt, but he practiced Tuesday. And then, I mean, I, I, why even run him out there, though? Unless he's, which I can't imagine you he's know. 100%. Who's 100% at, this, at I know. this point in the season?
0: Couldn't you see, see uh, Stafford retiring? Yeah.
2: Yes. I could, too. Right. And McVay
0: should have gone to the booth. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. We'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some. There were some crazy comebacks last night, including one very late to shock a really good team. Details on that coming up next.
2: Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials
1: at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some.
2: Crazy night last night in the NHL. Vancouver scores six goals they win. Buffalo scores nine. What, they have six in the first period? Yeah. When does that happen? Edmonton wins and scores eight goals. Good updated numbers, Ian Duncan. Canucks, goal in the first 10. Yes, 15 in a row on the road. Islanders, goal in the first 10. No, 13 and one run at home. Sabres, goal in the first 10. Yes, 15 and two run. Thompson had four goals in the first period. Five for the game. Favorites went six and one in hockey. NBA home teams, 10 and one straight up. Lakers sat LeBron and AD, Raptors 7.5 up to 12.5, and a half. In the total 225 up to 230. They won 126 to 113. Miami Cornell over 149 up to 154. couple people tweeted, I've never seen a college game this high in play in my life. i sure it was 212.5 in play. 107-105 final. Miami gets the win. Subscribe, be part of the team, Vison VEASAN Pro. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these videos. Look at this right here at Circa and the High Limit. That's one hundred and twenty-five dollars a push, triple double, where aces and a kicker pays the same as a Royale with cheese, and he gets it for hundred thousand dollars. Ace, ace, ace. That's what he held. It comes ace and the kicker, and that lucky visitor makes over a hundred or makes a hundred thousand dollars with that win. I remember a guy hit for $400,000 on the same game about a month ago. People can't get enough of Ultimate X. It's on the DraftKings Casino, DraftKings app. Guy hits this. He gets the Royal 11 times. There's $4,400 for you. There you go. The correct hold holds three. Comes 10 in the ace, and he gets it. Good for him. He says, I'm addicted to this game. It is a fun game. No doubt about it. $4,400 forty four hundred dollars there how about this video? isn't this great this picture that's the dog celebrating taking the photo as he was uh, adopted that is great and it's also uh you know infuriating people who turn their backs on their pets and give them up and, and, and turn them in uh for you know for whatever the reason is ridiculous and then you just see the celebration because these guys these guys are beating down a lot of them and they're just standing there in the corner, and they're all depressed and sad, and no one loves me, and don't I don't trust humans anymore. Look at that photo. Put your hands in the air. Celebration time at the shelter. That is awesome. Thanks for sending that in as well. And look at this. The Venetian. $1,500 bonus to all the employees. The bonuses were given regardless of seniority or position. Fox 5 Las Vegas, the local TV station, had that. Good job there by the Venetian. And our friend Sean, Sean Higgs, been a loyal listener since day one. His son gave him a Christmas list. And on it, it says, I want a big booty Latina on it. So that's uh priority. Sure, absolutely. I sure. hope it's near the top of the list, right?
0: Smart kid. <laughs> what a list there about what he wants. I, mar- hey. I married one. So <laughs> it, uh, it's worth it, let me tell you. There you go.
2: One lose sum. it's a good one. The Jazz... From a two-point dog to a five-point favorite, it touched seven. And the under, 238 down to 231. Total lose some. 124 to 123, the Jazz win the game. But, as you said, they were 1-718 and 718 yeah. when trailing by four-plus points inside the final ten seconds. Poole hits a couple free throws. They're down four. They hit a three. They get a steal. They lay it in with
0: one second left. That'll do it. Jazz win it.
2: 124-123. I mean,
0: Unbelievable. They are sitting right now at the 10 seed. They're 500, and they're 2-11 two, two away from home. Oh, both Golden state, yes. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Thompson lost the defender. He apologized after the game. He goes, it's totally on me. That can't happen. But another just bad performance by the Warriors. I mean, they scored 123 yeah. points, but Jesus.
2: Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more, betrivers.com. All right, eclectic mix is always. Good fun. What a night. NBA hockey. Hockey's been crazy with the goals lately. And 6 0 Buffalo in the first period. And uh, Thompson has the well, hat trick. He had four goals. In the first period. And then what's going on in the world of sports and baseball and Bogarts to the Padres and the money that's being thrown around there. And then uh, life in the real world, too, right? So, what, how about this trade? I can't get over this trade. We traded Brittany Griner for the
0: Merchant of Death straight up. One-on-one. It's got to be a three for one, right? No, that's, merchant of Death? The, the U.S. is getting future considerations. Yeah. They're, they're getting a player to be named later, something other than this. Unlimited vodka? You, you can't trade the Merchant of death for Britney Greiner oh this guy's not to be trifled with
2: I uh, sure he's called
0: that. one of the most dangerous human beings yeah. on the planet I gotta get I gotta get the quote I gotta get the quote that it's, seems a little uneven to me yeah. I a former
2: uh he, a former Soviet military translator termed international arms dealer he was lured to Thailand and, and by a DEA sting that spanned three continents the former, Chief of operations for the DEA told 60 Minutes he is one of the most dangerous men
0: on the face of the earth. Okay, so... It's a one-for-one. So he's Ethan Hunt. Yeah. And she averages 11 points a game. Yeah, (laughs) yes. Wow.
2: Oh, my God. All right. When he was 28, he started moving uh, weapons, and he fueled civil wars across the world by supplying more st- more sophisticated weapons sometimes to both sides of bloody conflicts if i wouldn't do it someone else would he told the new yorker <laughs> okay <laughs> that's right <laughs> the merchant of death this this is wow. what we talking about it's a murder? hell of a nickname yeah wow sure 2007 the dea devised a plan to lure him out of russia with an arms deal that would be hard to refuse the agency hired an undercover agent to uh Contact a trusted associate of, of the Merchant of Deaths about a big business deal. The exchange led to the first meeting between the DEA's fake arms buyers, who were posing as, as officials of the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia. Jesus, a few hundred miles off the coast of Colombia. Did you ever see War Dogs? This reminds me of War Dogs. Doesn't sound familiar. Um, it's uh, who's in it? It's Bradley Cooper. No, I have not. It's um, the big kid, Jonah. Jonah Hill. Hill? And uh, our buddy, who we got to get him on the show, Miles Turner. The book. Miles Teller. what I say? Turner? Turner, Teller. Teller. Right. Teller. Eh, It could have been better. I mean, that's a fascinating story, War Dogs, and how young
0: these guys are and how much what they're doing, selling arms and how. I'll tell you what. I mean, if I'm a UFC fighter or a boxer, that's the nickname I'm going to go with. Merchant of Death. Yeah. But you can't give yourself a nickname. That's the worst move that you can do. Yeah. But. I, yeah, I, I want to walk into the octagon and the, people are calling me the merchant of death. Right. Right. I also understand the trumped up
2: uh, charges here with, you know, four to nine years for what she did, but still in any event, it was a swap, a swap one-on-one. This guy, he November 2nd, November, 2011, he was convicted. Yeah. No protector picks. He was convicted mm. by a jury in Manhattan conspiracy to kill us. Citizens and officials. Delivery of anti-aircraft missiles and providing aid to a terrorist organization. Minimum
0: twenty-five years. This is the Russell Wilson trade
2: all over again. Oh my God! At least here. Yeah, Herschel Walker, step aside. Oh yeah, that's the best part about that trade is Mike Lynn, who was running things with the Vikings. He goes, "We'll just give them picks." I mean, but he didn't realize. Apparently, the look on his face, all-timer, when he realized, you know, if the Cowboys cut these guys, they turn into picks. Right. And he, he thought they would want the players. Jimmy Johnson's like these guys stink. We're one in fifteen. I don't care. Yep. And the look on his face when they're like, oh, "We don't want any of them. We're cutting all of them. All of them. Every single oh, one of those them. are picks now. Yeah. Emmett Smith got in the list. Calls. Oh, no, nah, nah, I nah, mean, nah. it was unbelievable. Sure. It was yeah. Started the dynasty, created dynasty. Yeah, no yes, doubt, it
0: did. no doubt. Um, all joking aside. Pro tip: I'm not a world traveler. Only been uh, to Europe one time in my life. But know the country's rules that you're going to be going to. Yes. I mean, we just assume that you know, that, hey, we can do this in the states. No, you can't everywhere else. The real pro tip of the hour here, and you get one every hour, uh, and they're available for subscribers at vison.com For Brad Powers, of course, you're betting key numbers, not teams. Here's the example. In his power ratings, we asked him specifically about Georgia and Ohio State. His power ratings all year long have basically been Georgia about three points better than Ohio State. He bet Ohio State plus seven. I asked him if he would have bet, if the, if the seven was never available, would he have bet Plus six or six and a half at this point. He said, "No, I would have been playing the waiting game to see if seven comes available."
2: I love the answer to Georgia. I mean, uh, Ohio State laying two and a half against Michigan if they meet, considering they just played. Oh, you have they, to bet uh, Ohio like, well, State. Yeah, well, yep. yeah. Prisoner of the moment. They would have. They were laying nine. Their power rating would go up because they would beat Georgia. In that
0: situation. it's Bama-Georgia all over again from last year. Yeah, great. Same exact scenario. So you get at least 20 pro tips every single day across the network. Available for recent pro subscribers at VEASAN.com. You can sort them there by sport and by show. This should be pretty good coming up next. Mike Pritchard on the show, former player, current VEASAN host. His thoughts tonight on what the Rams should do with Baker Mayfield and their quarterback position coming up here on VEASAN.